Hi, welcome back to Books and Broomsticks. I'm Chaotic Witch Aunt. And I'm Matt Hatter Plays. Guess what? Today we're talking about where we've messed up in our practice. Fully going in with the mistakes that we've made as practitioners throughout our time as practitioners. This is a very long, long list. It's a very long <laughs> list. And I think the best thing about mistakes is that you can laugh at them after you've learned from them yeah especially when you like mess them up in such a way that's kind of funny um sure some of them are a little scary and serious when they happen like breaking a vial of mercury everywhere don't worry about it we'll talk about about it (laughs) i have never oh my god that's like cancer okay so remember um so everyone listening Frankie has this problem where they forget I've existed before. Before we were friends. Yeah, before it's like my object permanence issues. <laughs> so before we were friends, I forget that Matt was a real person and existed because in my object permanence issues, people exist in tangent to me. <laughs> and it's it sounds very self-centered, but it's genuinely just how my brain works. Um <laughs> I know logically that Matt was born and existed before we were friends, but I do forget sometimes. Yeah. So every now and again, I'll bring up a story and they're like, you've never said anything like this. I didn't think that that was something you could do. And I'm like, I have been around a while. Yeah. A while. A while. So let's start off with beginning of practice mistakes. Um, Because I feel like that's a good place to start. Everyone makes mistakes at the beginning of their practice. Freaking Uh fucking everyone. And some of us make mistakes like trying to do a curse on an ex-friend and it rolling out of the window and landing in your family's gutter and it remaining there for four years, continuing to put bad luck on your family. And some of us just, you know, use the wrong type of cleansing material. There's definitely a range. Uh, Some of us literally started our entire paths on the basis of necromancy and curses. Oh my (laughs) God, did you? Yeah, that's exactly how I started in my path. Um, I was angsty and angry. So Mm -hmm. the entire basis of like me starting to learn and practice was, well, if I know and I'm really good at it, then I could just curse everybody. And um, I had just lost a few loved ones. uh, And I thought that necromancy was the way to talk to them and bring them back for myself. And obviously, sure, but no. So I mean, we had a whole episode on how necromancy really ain't that. We, We really did. Yeah, no, trust me. Now I'm very well aware. Yeah, I'm super aware now, but when I first started, right, obviously Tumblr and like Reddit type of forums, fucking Tumblr, bro, Pinterest, and yada, yada, yada. Like, they were like, This is how you bring a loved one back. And obviously, I like ripped through them and I was like, Oh, this is all bullshit. Um, little do I realize now that I've nitpicked some of them, some of them were workings on old belief systems. Interesting. So elaborate yeah. on that. Uh, there was one where it promises that you'll speak to the spirit of your 
dead relative and it was from a healing circle instead of a Ouija board, right? Oh. The, like a healing board or some bullshit like this. A healing board. It was some mess. It was basically a circle with a bunch of numbers, uh, letters in it. It was the same thing as a fucking Ouija board. Is it a Ouija board with a different name? Yeah, it was a Ouija board with like different aesthetic. Oh um, my God. Luckily, we listened to all of the rules on it and neither me nor my friend were really even like putting any intention in it. We were messing around. We won't talk about how we were messing around. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I started with stuff like that. It wouldn't be until like two years later that I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. Ouija ports or whatever. That was not an effective way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I started out, I definitely hopped a little too quickly into baneful workings without fully understanding how to do baneful workings, which is why I accidentally had a curse backfire in my family for four years. Um, when I tell you that I am blamed for everything that happened in those four years, because it was a lot. My dad lost his job. Oh my God. <laughs> and we had really bad financial stability. And my sister and the person she's seeing now that were like, joke around we're like they're gonna get married they broke up and then got back together and he came back into her life once that curse was removed she's um, another book that like i think i got not towards the beginning of my practice but like as i was opening my horizons a little bit the encyclopedia of five thousand spells oh my god judica isles <laughs> I mean, I, who doesn't have this book, though? I don't have that book. You don't own this book. I, I thought own that everybody book. owns this book. Nobody, like, I, I even have it. Like, my spells solely came from Pinterest. Like, look at this. I didn't even get that. Oh, my God. See, I, I think Judica Isles is great. Did you actually use some of the spells in there? This was further in, so I was a little smarter about it. I yeah. would read it, then I would go learn about it. So I'd read the spell, be like, ah, this is interesting. Let me go read about this spell. Yep. Um, and, and then depending on how impatient I was, I'd try it out. Uh, that was actually my first, one of my first Dump Suppers was through that book. Okay, that's pretty good. Dump Suppers yeah. are good. Yeah, nothing <laughs> terrible happens with Dump Suppers. What else? What other mistakes? I think most, of, a lot of my mistakes were like, I misidentified some deities at the very beginning of my practice because I was interested in deity work as a beginner. And that's not necessarily a problem if you really understand it and go about it the right way. But I, however, did not. My only sources were like Wicca. Uh. And I was trying the polytheistic approach. So I mistook Lady Freya as Bastet. I mistook um, the Morgan as Diana. This is some wild. The only one I got right was Kronos, and even then it wasn't Kronos, it was Luciferos, the Arabian horned <laughs> god. So um, I, I just don't, I really don't recommend rushing into deity work as a beginner, unless you're really gonna put in like a lot of work. But, and then, but straight up misidentified all of them and they all left and came back like, Four years later, like, hey, remember when you misidentified us? Uh, this is us now. Let's try this again. And I got it right. <laughs> um, so I guess my version of that was, it wasn't misidentification, but it was misunderstanding how to work with animal spirits. Oh. I'm well-versed. In, in fact, it's one of my expertise. Like, you can trust me with the hands of most any animal now. Mm -hmm. Um 
but it was not like that when I started. Uh, luckily, it wasn't anything that was too bad. Mm-hmm. There were many broken items in the house that were just mm-hmm. unexplainably broken. Um, and being Claire Gustin, I would constantly have weird tastes in my face and not realize what that was about. So I always thought that I was either A, having some sort of like stroke or something, mm-hmm. or B, misidentifying like what that flavor meant. Um, <laughs> so we would have like a squirrel spirit running around my house. I don't know how I got squirrel bones. Let's not one. We're wander. not going to talk about that. <laughs> We're not going to worry about it too much. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, this is obviously, uh, I don't even know what I thought it was at that time, but I thought it was something so much cooler. So I put like so much extra work into it and it was just squirrels squirreling around and they would just spatter everything. And I was like, I don't know why I'm not doing, I don't know why this isn't working. (laughs) Oh my God. I think my, one of my big mistakes too was, um, purchasing coyote teeth without really understanding coyote. Which I talk about, I talk about a lot because it was a very defining moment that happened recently, showing that you can still mistake, make mistakes as an intermediate experienced practitioner. I consider myself to be experienced at what, like six years, seven yeah. years. I mean, and you're pretty well experienced, sure. Wah, thanks. Not definitely not advanced, not as experienced as others. However, <laughs> I did fuck that one up. A little, a little bit. You, a lot. you over, you overguessed your potential, given your situation. Huh. There we go. That uh, it just wasn't a good fit. <laughs> no, and that's okay. And part of witchcraft is saying, you know what? This is a mistake. This isn't right for me. And. <clears throat> moving on leaving mm-hmm. it stop i think too, so many people try to force force it like yeah. this is the path for me i'm gonna force it and i'm like well what if you're drawn to something else it's fine for you to change your path five years down the line that's what i did absolutely like i was like yeah brb uh i'm gonna go hop over to folk magic see you later <laughs> peace um so one of the big things was and it's actually very true because like i started off eclectic i think most people do if they don't pick wiccan yeah it's like either wiccan or eclectic i feel like unless you were born into your heretical practice whatever we can go on and on about that blah 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 um i was pretty eclectic uh and it wasn't until i started seeing mentors and seeing other practitioners that were the same shade and deeper than myself um that i started to understanding like the respect element of it and the ancestral practice of it but i would just try different things that were available from different books including but not limited to uh grabbing an old uh like thermometer because i needed the mercury in there and that's how i shattered it um Um, i did not realize sorry wait why did you need mercury i needed quicksilver it's it is in fact quicksilver um it was from an old book i've always been well learned i've always been well read if i'm gonna do it Um, just not not thinking about what could have happened not thinking about the fact that you probably shouldn't probably shouldn't but i'm gonna i it was okay Mm mm-hmm 
I, I didn't touch it, lucky enough. Uh, when it shattered, I cut my hand up pretty good, but not no mercury. So no mercury so, poisoning. Oh yeah, I was like, you, you definitely mercury poisons you. <laughs> yes, that's, it that's for sure poisons you. Poison you. Um, but I was lucky enough to avoid anything like that. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I was working with Quicksilver. I needed it for something. Um, it was don't do it <laughs> now in days uh unless you're going to be very very safe with it just don't just it's fine to not use old practices oh friends oh my god but yeah no i shattered a old thermostat because i really needed uh i thought that i needed it nowadays quick luck and shit like that it's not that hard um and does not require uh poison. or mercury yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, uh. <laughs> I swan to John. I swan to John. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of the mistakes that I've made, like there was that lady who like mixed malachite with water and then put it on her eyes on TikTok. You, wasn't that for a makeup thing? Yeah, but that's like, I do know people who have mixed, not like non-water, like water-soluble crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Water, and you're like, oh, and on the off side, you're fine. It just dissolves or does some fuck up. On the, you know, bad side of it, the crystal's toxic. Yeah. Like, I, I've even seen some books. Um, I think they're even behind me where they were suggesting like crystal water. And I just know, I just know that that is where people are going to mess up and poison themselves. I just know. I literally wrote an entire <laughs> section in my book being like, don't put this shit in water. It just It will dissolve. <laughs> I just, we've gotten past the point where we need malachite makeup. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. Um, also another thing was kitchen craft. Um, I'm a good cook now. You are a very good cook. You're a very just, good cook. Just because something's associated with luck doesn't mean it needs to go in the pot. What do you mean? Uh, so I was making like some sort of food item. I think it was like a stew or something. Wanted it to be like a lucky stew. So I just, I kept reading ingredients that were luck based and going, maybe if I just put a little, no one will notice, or maybe it won't be that powerful. And so there was just nasty things in there, you know, like cloves and like uh, basil and like cinnamon and like it was awful, dude, awful. I, mm. <laughs> so if you're a kitchen witch, it doesn't all gotta go it in there. Have to go in. It just doesn't have laughing. to be just just. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I was told by someone that a deity was a patron and that that was my path and that this sphere was my familiar. And I just kind of believed them instead of listening to my own intuition. And I consider that a mistake. I think that that's a mistake that uh, everyone is going to make or at the very least, um, it, it'll be a distraction. Yeah. Everybody is going to run into a moment where they believe that somebody is infallible. Yeah. They will believe that somebody is older, wiser, and thus all-knowing. Um, mm -hmm. And that anything they say goes. Yeah. I promise you, don't. 
<laughs> look, look at what they're saying. Yeah. Make sure that that makes sense to you. And sometimes it doesn't. And then that person is like, well, that's, that's what I'm telling you. I'm not wrong. And I'm like, you're like, okay. But so, you're not right. <laughs> I think I've also made mistakes in the people that I chose to surround myself with. Mm-hmm. Both online and offline. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, really important to witchcraft. Boundaries. Yes, boundaries is so important. And like going to the other spot, um, sometimes people are really good at what they're doing. Mm. Sometimes people are right, but they're right for them. Yeah. They're right for their path. No, not um, right for you. Yeah, I'm not going to run around uh, like somebody that I consider a great mentor or somebody that I consider really a mentor to me. Um, like, who do Moses? Um, he has run around with tobacco rustica. I don't need that. I don't, you know, that's great. He did great with it. He made an amazing cologne. Learning no. how to do that. Fuck. No, that that stuff is a hundred times more potent than uh, any other tobacco on the market. The important thing with mentors, <laughs> with people you look up to, people you respect, is that you're gonna have differing opinions, and what they are practicing and what they are teaching you, you can take and apply to your own personal practice, but not necessarily take it and do it a hundred percent the way they are. Hmm. Um, there was something from like a book on personal branding. Look, I'm not infallible friends. Turns out I need to do research about like <laughs> being a person. <laughs> um, and it was very much your mentors are not just people who are older than you. Your mentors are people who are more expertise than you. You take their expertise, apply yeah. with it. If it does not, then that's not something you need from that mentor. Yeah. And that's okay totally okay no fully okay i mean you don't i mean matt and i are friends we don't agree with each other 100 yeah. of the time absolutely i sit there going all right well that was a decision um or yeah. all right that was not what i would have done but i'm glad it worked <laughs> have i been exposed to many of matt's lectures yes has matt been exposed to my grumpy little brattiness yes huh? uh <laughs> have i deserved all of it and probably <laughs> there are some days that we were like you were like you okay and i'm like yeah, what do you right? and you were like oh, you seem a little pissy and i'm like oh grumpy i haven't seen him in the movie um god i feel like all the mistakes that i oh i set myself on fire once okay um I don't know if you realize this, but your typical state of being is not on fire. I do. Uh, yeah, I, I was wearing a big sweater, reached over a candle spell, looked down. The sweater was on fire. I got it out really quick and it only burned like the outside fibers of it. So it made it more smooth, which was nice. But yeah, um, you have to be really careful around candles with big sweaters. So we learned fire safety. Fire safety. That was update. not that long ago, sadly. That was Please. like maybe two years ago <laughs> that I set myself on fire. Every year, I believe white people need to please re-establish themselves with fire safety protocols. I would like your average white person. You know what? Everybody. No, not just white people. Every single person. I would like every year for you to rewrite or reread 
fire safety. safety protocols. The other thing I did is I used a plastic <laughs> lid with a candle spout and that got set on fire. And people that and, had to reach. Oh, it was smelled so bad and it was really melted. And I like blew it out before it caused a really big problem. But then I used metal lids from then on because I realized that if the fire got close enough to the plastic, it was going to catch. Why do you think everything in Yankee Candles metal? I don't or glass. Glass. I don't know. I just assume that like it took very high temperatures for plastic to catch on fire. I was wrong. You know, I'm gonna actually be fair to you on that one though. I had to work at Yankee Candle before mm-hmm. I really understood uh candle safety. And I think that's the other thing a lot of people Yankee don't realize. Candle. Yankee candle's great. Um <laughs> One of the big things I think other people forget is that you don't learn everything from magic. Uh-huh. That was probably my biggest mistake I've ever made in my life is thinking that magical things had to be learned from magical texts. No. I mean, Dust Hollow talks about it. He's like, you should learn chemistry. You should learn philosophy. You should learn all these things because they will help you. Mm-hmm. Um, alchemy, not necessarily magical, but a little magical. It's like a tad, like a, they threw up magic and then turned it into alchemy. They were like, ah, yes, magic, but make it science. Yeah, I, um, I love alchemy. <laughs> Alchemy's great. It's go- it's a long th- time and nobody, nobody that we know has perfected it, but a lot of people have done really well with it. Um, that personal branding book that I uh, read and listened mm-hmm. to and had with me, Glamour Magic. 100%. I mean, it's it's this thing that a lot of witches run into, and I think mm-hmm. that I have run into, is that we are so fascinated by the fantastic, we forget to put real life into it. Yep, that's kind of kind of how it is. Yeah. To be completely honest. Not every bird means something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay, Ari signs, not everything is a sign. Yeah. You have to personalize your signs, mm-hmm. okay? Like we've talked about this a little bit of in, in like protecting yourself on the internet, right? Of how yeah. like people will be like, oh, you saw three crows and to you that's Diana. I saw three crows, does that mean Diana's reaching out to me? And I'm like, do you see crows as a sign from Diana? Because I do personally, not everyone does because it kind of takes a little bit of digging to get her associated with crows. <laughs> Yeah, um, like, uh, if I see three crows, I'm thinking money's coming. If I see three owls, I'm pretty sure someone's dead. Um, <laughs> 900% sure at that point. What other mistakes? I mean... There's always the, like, super basics, you know? Uh, yeah. Thinking thinking you can't blow your candles out, yada, yada, thinking yada. That casting a circle is the only way of doing protection. I dropped that right away. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm lazy. I think it, honestly, it was because I'm lazy and it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, thank God I'm not wrong. Yeah, there are different ways to protect yourself. Oh, another mistake I made? Thinking about the tools from Wicca were tools that I needed. Yes, the tool thing. I was under the impression to be a great practice. To be a great practitioner, you must have it all. No, I'm so glad I dropped that. (laughs) Uh, I'm also... Not a huge fan of thinking you need to purchase anything at all, Mm -hmm. or that it all has to be expensive equals good. Yeah. Uh, 
if I if I see one more oil thing where people are like, that's the cheap oil and it's no good, mm-hmm. you're like, what do you think like oils are? I can go get some goddamn canola oil from the store throw some herbs together and make my own for like less than a dollar. So I, made a protective, like... I made a protective oil with spray can olive oil, the kind that you like aerosol spray. <laughs> and this was recently uh, spray can olive oil. So the aerosol spray olive oil that you like spray on a pan, um, cloves, rosemary, Himalayan pink salt, because that's what we had. And um, it was like ingredients for my boyfriend's kitchen. I was like, I need cloves. I need uh, garlic powder, onion powder. I need rosemary. I need salt. And he passes me the Himalayan pink salt. And I'm like, okay. Um, And I didn't want to use like, it wasn't even, it was like that brand of oil that isn't oil. Hey, you just had to get it in. Like, it's that easy. everything having to be ritual, magic having to be ritual. That is probably a giant mistake that I had made for like a couple of years. It does not have to be ritual. You can 100% use spray can olive oil to make a protective oil to paint on your partner's body for sex magic. Yes! Uh, Nobody says lube cannot be a sidual creator. Oh, what? lube yeah why not like like normal or like flavored you know put your intention into the flavored lube let's go let's go i hate flavored vanilla for sweetening let's go i just think his booty gonna taste like ice cream and it's gonna be a sweetening chocolate oh my god i swear to god if you edit this out i'm gonna be i'm not gonna edit it out because i think it's conducive to the conversation do i sometimes edit things out because i feel like they aren't related yeah and you approve it every time anyways i think that my biggest mistake was thinking that i needed to spend a lot of money to be a witch I blame that on capitalism and the materialism that comes with spirituality and the way it's sold. But at this point, I more often go to the thrift store to get my tools or go outside or use bones, Mm -hmm. things that I find from the land or things that are under $10. I really don't like going out of my way at this point to buy really expensive candles, really expensive oils, really expensive things, unless I really feel like it'll benefit me. Like I got a protection from internet trolls candle by like Last Craft and I love it, but I don't usually go out of my way to get custom made nine day prayer candles. I usually make them myself. Yeah. Uh, on that one, um, thinking inside the box, you know, mm-hmm. thinking inside books. Uh, that was a big part of my practice and a big problem in my practice for a long time. People, if I didn't get it out of a book, it wasn't reasonable. Nowadays, I use some goddamn common sense and like some legitimate understanding of how the occult works before I take anything and just go, yeah, it totally works. But you don't find a lot of books suggesting to use dirt from certain places. But it's fucking badass when you do. And it works like there a fucking There are charm. some Italian folk magics from the book Italian Magic, Secret Lives of Women, one of my favorite and most recommended sources on Italian folk magic that talk about dirt from specific places. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a thing we do too? Oh my God. 
Yeah, it's it's a pretty common thing, but the problem is, is it doesn't pop up in a lot of these like popular occult texts. Except for like graveyard dirt. Graveyard dirt, right? That's and the that's, only one I see, and that's a whole process of getting that. Do you really want to commit to that? Because it's a whole thing. There's a mistake I did make. Oh? Taking things without permission. Oh, I did that too. I think everyone's done that. Taking graveyard dirt without permission from taken, a grave. I have also done that. <clears throat> Except from a grave? Not from a grave, from okay. a cemetery general area. No grave nearby. It was from the cemetery itself, but I did take it when I was start starting my relationship with that cemetery and I worked for the next three months to pay off that debt. Long time ago, it was an open grave. No one in it. Headstone not even up yet. Mm -hmm. I grabbed a handful because I was like, ah, oh, this will be great. Um, Paid dearly, paid, paid my price. Paid it, yeah. Instead of, uh, and I just returned the whole thing because I don't like splash my dirt around typically. Mm -hmm. um, so I just gathered it back and put it back where it was from after I paid for it. I got literally my like outfit was shit on. Cause we just had a puppy like situation. This is a long time ago. Um, my clothes got shit on, my, like bed got all messed up by the same animal um and i just started having really bad luck with getting caught um i didn't know who the i didn't know who the dirt was for watchmen oh no i took a watchman's a goddamn dirt i was and, getting caught everywhere oh that's so funny i think anything i tried to do oh my god i straight up so there was a thing where like i don't know i made mars water and i put turpentine in it oh damn gross very Whoa. gross worked really well really great and then Ooh. was a bitch to dispose of yeah that's like paint thinner bro paint thinner yeah i didn't realize what turpentine was it was a bitch to dispose of it did get disposed of properly but it was Ooh, corrosive. So you had to, I had to wash my hands. I couldn't touch it, which in, with Mars water, it's better if you don't touch it. Um, because that, that stuff, you throw it somewhere, curses, you know, curses people, but that kind of stuff, like handling more intense things that I didn't fully understand, especially like mundane ingredients. Part of the reason why I haven't touched, you know, like Datura or henbane or hemlock or aconite. 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 Those kind of things because I'm not ready to handle poisonous plants. And that's a whole thing. I cannot bring belladonna into this home without knowing how to properly source it. You're going to need gloves, gloves. You need a mask. Yep. Like you need all of that. And even that with aconite, you're supposed to only be there for like brief amounts of time. You're not yep. really supposed to mess around with it for too long. Definitely look at mm. mundane sources of how to handle things before you dump it into a jar of water with a I hear so much goddamn. That was another thing, like, because Frankie can attest, I'm not usually off of the internet. I'm pretty tame. I like to stay home, like to deal with my own business, like to not really mess around. Um, back in the day, though, that version of me was like, let's just curse everybody. <laughs> you don't have to curse everybody. <laughs> you what don't have we, to. What if you just let, I mean, just let things go. A little, I love a return to center can. every once in a while, but do you need to curse and go out of your way for everyone? No, no. It's, it's it's exhausting and dumb. Although I perfected the pickle curse because of my 
love of handling things. Matt like keeps that. trying to curse my boyfriend and I won't let him. Why not? Just, just for fun. I just love for him. And I, I love him too. Around. Yeah, I then stop trying to curse him. Why not though? No. For like a week. No, oh because then I'm going to suffer. Especially yeah. with the pickle curse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I come from a lot of jokesters, tricksters, uh, even the new god is a trickster deity oh found that out God. um which we're not going to say too much on the internet but very excited about <laughs> so yeah it's it's been like that oh man oh man fucking christ we had our fair share of fuck ups and this podcast episode is a chance for you to share your fuck ups with us on twitter on Instagram, you can hashtag books and broomsticks mistakes. And yes! we, will, we will follow the hashtag on both platforms so we see it. Tell us about it. Tell us about your worst mistake, your best mistake, a mistake that ended up turning out in your favor, a mistake that you did and it, f- f- whatever, dropped mercury on the ground, put turpentine in something, <laughs> whatever you want to talk about. The weirder, the better. Let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. But do you have any final thoughts? Um, don't touch old thermostats. Mine is research a chemical before you put it in things. <laughs> I feel like that's basic knowledge, but you'd be surprised at how stupid I am and how stupid people on the internet are. <laughs> also dumb. <laughs> Me, same okay. This has been Books and Broomsticks. I'm Chaotic Witch On. I'm at Hatter Place. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye.